Welcome to the Human Conversation Podcast with Jules White, the real dragon slayer, author and entrepreneur's sales coach. Tune in weekly for human conversation about business and sales. Enjoy business expert interviews, educational episodes, and virtual cuppers with entrepreneur business owners. So grab yourself a cuppa and enjoy. Here is your host, Jules White. So welcome everybody to the Human Conversation. Uh, we're episode 26 now. And I have a fabulous guest with me who is from across the pond, as we say in the UK, um, Mr. <laughs> Brian Shulman. So welcome, Brian, to my podcast. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here with you today. And it's great to have you here too. So um, you are the founder and CEO of Voice Your Vibe. Yes. Yes, I, I love am. this. I love this. And I, I think the listeners are probably thinking, right, okay, we really want to know what this is all about then. So <laughs> tell us. You know, the whole point around it is to, to teach you how to tell a story that people will fall in love with so that you can create a strong brand, whether that's individually, whether that's uh, as a company. Um, but it, it does, it really does go back to the beginning for me um, because I was a, I'm a miracle baby. I was born a pound and a half in the seventies and that was not something that was regular back then. <laughs> so um, three and a half months premature and a pound and a half, uh, I literally fought for every breath to make it into this world. That's incredible. It, it is. Um, because they didn't know whether or not I was going to live. Uh, and so there were many moments where I was breathing, not breathing. Um, and eventually uh, got to go home. Um, but now we look forward and preteen, uh, I got diagnosed with a neurological disorder called Tourette syndrome, which okay. for those of you that are listening, uh, is, are uncontrollable ticks and twitches. Mm. So, for example, around, I'd say around 12 in the height of it, uh, I was somersaulting from room to room, jumping up and down, making multiple facial expressions, multiple noises, uh, these intense neck twitches, wrist flicking, and some of them would co-mingle. Uh, and the thing is with Tourette syndrome is that it's more prevalent in boys and girls, and it is uncontrollable. Um, the other thing in addition to that is more times than not, you're not aware that you're doing it. Yeah. So I definitely dealt with a lot of adversity, uh, bullying, uh, growing up, uh, I'd come home to my mom bawling, saying, why does nobody like me? Why does everybody make fun of me? Oh. Uh, because I really didn't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. And so my mom, I remember this one time my mom took me into the bathroom and she had this big mirror. We sat down and she said, okay, I want you to see something. I said, okay. And so she did every tick and twitch that I was doing at the time and then just said, let her rip. Whatever you've got, let it go. Uh, because I would, I would compress it mm. uh, because, you know, in my mind, I'm dear, I'm, I'm, I'm weird and I'm different. And I'm the smallest kid and, you know, I've got all these things going on. 
and I just want to be normal. Um, and so I let it all out. And this being my mom, when we're done, she puts some music on and we started dancing together. So, oh, I love the sound of your mom already. She sounds amazing. She's, she's absolutely amazing. She's, uh, she's my genuine hero, my rock. I mean, I am the man I am today because of her. Yeah. Uh, and so, but the thing is, is, you know, again, early years, we went from doctor to doctor to doctor and all the doctors would say the same thing. He's fine. It's he'll grow out of it because they didn't know what it was. Nobody mm. knew what it was at that time. And we eventually wound up at UCLA medical center in Los Angeles and found a specialist who actually had a name for this thing. Okay. And, and they told us there's no way to fix it. There's no cure for it. Um, and again, it was really early. Um, and this is still the case. I mean, again, it's neurological, but they had some experimental drugs at that time that um, could help calm the effects. Well, I wound up taking these for a few years. The side effects were horrible. I'd literally fall asleep for 30 minutes at a time. I'd fall asleep in class. Um, and, you know, the thing is, is when I got diagnosed, I remember standing up in front of my class. This had to be fifth or sixth grade. And, uh, and telling the students and parents and the teachers, this is what I have, you know, it's not contagious, you're not gonna you contract it. Um, and I think it was one of the most terrifying and liberating things to do because, you know, I had a lot of dark moments for sure. Um, it was hard to go through what I went through. I'm an only child uh, and, you know, I, I never knew I never knew who my real friends were. Uh, and it took me a while to kind of come out of my shell and really become the social butterfly that I am today, which took quite a while. Um, Brian, but- I, Brian, I want to ask you, I kind of, I'm listening intently and I, I want to ask you a few things. But, you know, for me, I'm feeling like it's really painful, you know, just as the listener. It feels really painful to me that you had this in your childhood, that you, um, but, but then there's this, this other element for me of your mother and how she dealt with it and how much she loved you and then how you were able to tell those friends at school. And like you said, it was frightening but liberating at the same time. There's so many emotions around this. I'd love to sort of, how has that, how has that affected you today when you think about those times? Is it still really painful for you? No, it's a really good question. You know, I've grown out of a lot of, physically, I've grown out of a lot of the Tourette's that I've had. Um, Most people wouldn't know that I had Tourette's unless you knew what to look for. And it's something that really, for me, only comes out when I'm stressed. Um, But there's a lot that, no, you know, up until just about a year and a half ago, um, I didn't look at what I've been through in my life as uh, a superpower, if you will. Mm. You know, I, I, I looked, I had always looked at myself as being different. Um, and I didn't want to be different. I wanted to be normal, right? And my idea of what normal was like every other human being, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Uh, I wanted, I wanted to blend in. And it's funny because. Yes, growing up, I mean, I, I went through a lot emotionally. 
Um, I went to therapy. My mom tried all sorts of different things to see what would help. Uh, and at the end of the day, my mom was what helped. Uh, it's kind of undescribable. Yeah. Um, but I can tell you just as kind of growing up, um, you know, I learned to deal with things in different ways. And, um, you know, that medicine I described, I wound up stopping taking it uh, around eighth grade. Um, and it's funny because of what you're asking, you know, I, I, so I grew up Jewish by faith. And right before I was getting bar mitzvahed, I said to my mom, and I had forgotten this, she reminded me that um, I didn't want to take this medicine anymore. And she had said, well, what about all these people that are going to be here for you? And I guess what I said was, they're here for me. They know who I am. I don't need it anymore. And I never took that medication again. And I was determined, I guess, to control something that was uncontrollable, which I've been doing my whole life, you know, getting comfortable being uncomfortable with everything in life and business. Um, and so when I talk about the fact of, all I wanted to ever be was normal, right? And and we both come from sales backgrounds, so I think yeah. you'll appreciate this. One of my first jobs um, in the tech world, um, I went for an interview. It was a sales job. I didn't have a whole lot of experience at that time. I didn't have any numbers to tout. I didn't really have any great stories to share, if you will. And so I went in there. Again, this is during the dot boom era, and I figured, well, I'll just share my story about resilience and tenacity and grit and being born a premium that wasn't supposed to live and dealing with threats and getting through all these things and, you know, learning and growing and just give me a shot, right? I, I can do anything. Yeah. And I met with like eight different hiring managers and then a bunch of different people in between. And after sharing this, every time I would get the same question, well, that's great, but why should we hire you? <laughs> and I walked out of there with my head down and my tail between my legs and I didn't get the job. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm never going to talk about that again. Yeah. Because again, I, I didn't, I wanted to get to where I wanted to be in my own merit. I didn't want, I, I, I again, I just wanted to be normal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So fast forward, I never talked about this stuff. And then LinkedIn video launched, um, June of 2017 and I was part of the beta program when it launched and I remember seeing it pop up on my phone and I said there's no way I'm getting on camera I'm like what if my Tourette's come out like what kind of video is that gonna be right yeah, I know yeah. all these things kept going through my head and I I was inspired because at that time and by the way I've been on LinkedIn every day for 15 years LinkedIn is 16 years old. Um, and at that time when video launched, there was a campaign that launched called Let's Get Honest. Yeah, I saw it. By a number it. of, yeah, so there were a number of folks that popped up. And this was a younger generation, I say younger compared to me, because these incredible human beings sharing these amazing stories from their hearts were like 20 years younger than me. Mm -hmm. So they're sharing these stories which had never been done before in any capacity on LinkedIn. Uh, and it changed everything. The shirt and tie came off, the, the box around us went away. 
and it was human to human in a way that had never been done before. Mm. And, and I was inspired by their stories because they were coming from their heart in a way, again, like I said, that had never been done before on this platform. Yeah. yeah. And I, I wanted to share my story, but I was terrified to do it. And I had no idea. I mean, I had never done anything like that before. I'd never gotten in front of the camera. I didn't even know there were apps that existed. I was so green with all of that. Mm. Um, and so after four months, I had gotten called out by uh, Goldie Chan, who's another early creator on the platform when video launched. And my very first video on LinkedIn in front of 500 million people was sharing my life story. And on one hand, I can count the number of times I've ever talked about any of those things. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't to groups. It was individual conversations. If I thought it might help somebody, um, then I, I'd share that. Yeah. Uh, so it was terrifying to me to take that leap and to get so vulnerable and so personal and share something that, you know, especially in a place like that, it's all business, you know, as, as, as most people look at and, and what are people going to think and what are they going to say and what yeah. is your boss going to think and yeah. all of these things. So I, it took me a lot growing up to kind of get, get comfortable being uncomfortable because there were a lot of hard times. There were a lot of dark moments. My mom reminded me of a time where I was in school painting all for one of my art classes or something like that. All of my, anything I drew, it was all dark. It was very dark. It was very colorless. Um, and she, she reminded me that I had come home one day with a painting of this really awkward looking fish that I had painted with watercolors. Um, and it was all bright and it was like, I just came out of this darkness that I was in. Um, and it's funny cause I forget these things. She reminds me of these stories. Um, so I, I would struggle a lot to kind of find my voice to find my tribes. Yeah. Um, because again, I never really knew, you know, who, yeah. who was being, being real. Um, you know, do you know what I want to also say that I watched your video, Brian. Um, so I watched the video you've just described to everybody. And there's something really lovely about the video for me. It was just very, um, it was very calm. You, you spoke really slowly and confidently. You know, there was something really special about it, like knowing your story, because then I read about you. So your video made me want to read more about you. Knowing your story and then thinking about how amazing that video was, considering it was your first video. There was really something special about that. If anyone wants to link up with Brian on LinkedIn, absolutely do it, but watch that video. It's on your profile, isn't it? It's, it's amazing. Thank you so much. That's so kind of you. Um, it is. It is on my profile. I, I kind of chronologued my journey, uh, because it was, <laughs> it was like everything I've ever been through for the first time. Terrifying. Didn't know what I was doing, but I was. I knew there was a reason I had to do it. Um, and I, I'm a lover of building and growing things. I've been in the startup world for over 20 years. I've helped build and grow startups from the ground up been a part of some exits, uh, taking companies public, just some, I'm very fortunate, uh, for all the lows and, and the small highs, um, and in sales my entire career. Uh, and it's, you know, there's always something good to come out of every single situation that we go through. 
I agree. So for any of your listeners, you know, no matter what you do in business, in life, just know that there is always something positive to come from every situation, no matter how negative or how bad it may seem, mm. that you are always learning, you are always growing. Um, and if you maintain a positive mentality, you know, you're always going to kind of be in a good place. And, you know, it's interesting because I, we talk about LinkedIn. I mean, and I, I came to LinkedIn with a purpose to, to inspire people. I didn't know how I was going to do it. Um, you know, when I was younger, I had this inflection point where I said, okay, you know what, no matter how much I've been teased or bullied or whatever, I don't ever want to make anyone feel that way. When I got into high school, I decided I wanted to bring more people together. Um, I wanted people to feel good when they were around me. Um, and I wanted that, that ripple effect to take place. Um, and, and I didn't know how I was going to kind of continue that positiveness, that hope or aspire, aspiration to inspire others on a platform like LinkedIn, because you couldn't, there was no engagement. Um, eventually when you were able to do that, you know, I started sharing positive quotes and things like that because they affected me. And I felt, well, if I could affect one person in a positive way, if I could inspire one person in some form or fashion, uh, to, or just like put a smile on their face when they don't have one or, or make them feel good about themselves when they don't, because we all go through that stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. or, or inspire someone to chase their dreams or get up after they've fallen 50 times knowing that that is succeeding, whether you actually reach your goal or not, yeah. you know, any one of those things for just one person, then I'm, I'm making a, I am doing my part to make the world a better place and positively impact people. Yeah. And well, I was just going to ask you the question, what does it mean to you to inspire people? And you've literally just answered it there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think, you know, it's because when you, when I share parts and you, you've read the story and I've shared some of that, you know, coming from where I have fighting from every breath to make it into this world. And as a miracle baby that wasn't supposed to live and, and being diagnosed with Tourette's and being the weird kid and dealing with bullying and adversity and, you know, I, I wanted to give out the opposite of the negative that I had received by others around me. And again, don't get me wrong. I mean, I had a lot of positivity around me, but I think we all know when we go through negative scenarios that one negative can overshadow a thousand positives. It's hard yeah. to get out of those dark places, but I wanted to be a giver of good positivity, light encouragement, because I know I know that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. Absolutely. And I know that every breath, right? I mean, and that every, every breath is a gift. And I know that I have failed way more um, than I've succeeded in life and business. Uh, but I've learned from every step and, yeah. and that I've gotten up and I've dusted myself off and I've, I've kept going. Yeah. Um, and so, so again, I mean, LinkedIn was a place for me to be able to, to achieve my why, which is yeah. to inspire one person a day. So if I can do any one of those things we've talked about, um, then it's great. I have, yeah, it is because that is like the core of what's important to me. It's not the boards I'm on. It's not the advising I do. It's not the speaking engagements. It's not, uh, the businesses and everything. And I love all of that because I love to help people. Um, but my root core is to inspire people because we are all inspired 
by something, by someone in some way that, that has the ability to truly change somebody's life. And that's such an incredible gift that we are each given as human beings. I agree. Um, yeah, I totally agree. So, Brian, I'm interested in you, you do speaking. You've mentioned speaking. Um, I did a TEDx talk last year, which I'm so super excited that I got to do. And, that's fantastic. Um, and actually, it was on the subject of we are built from every mistake we make and we always have a choice. So it's very interesting because that you've just kind of talked about that. But I'm interested in your speaking because when you think about your um, Tourette's, how has it felt to go out and speak? You know, for, for a person who doesn't have to deal with anything like Tourette's to just stand on a stage and speak, it's, it's a big enough thing, you know? So, so how do you feel about speaking? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, I think anyone that does public speaking is terrified. <laughs> uh, and it doesn't matter how many times you do it. It's part of the process to have those butterflies, have those moments. Um, I've been doing public speaking for years. Uh, I've lived in the world of digital marketing uh, and um, and e-commerce and and web analytics and such for a very long time. Uh, and so I'll do. I've done a lot of speaking in kind of those elements. Um, now tying in things like video marketing and and such as well. Uh, and yeah, it's. It always is something in the back of my head at times where I'm like, okay, I hope I don't, <laughs> I hope <laughs> something doesn't come out, you know, like, yeah. um, but at the same time, I, I love people. That's why I got into sales. I just love people. Uh, I love helping people. I think you can, you, you're, you can relate to that so much and I'm yeah. sure your audience can as well. Yeah. Um, and so I think for me, it's always just thinking about it from that perspective of, okay, we're just here having a conversation together and that's it, you yeah. know, that's it. And so I think if, as I go through them each time, you know, people always say, well, how did it go? I said, I don't know. I mean, I always ask <laughs> everyone in the, I'm like, so how did you think it went? You know, and it's always very positive, which I'm so humbled by. Yeah. Um, that's the litmus test for me. You know, it's not how do I feel it went? It's really more, how do you think it went? Was yeah. I, was it valuable? Did, did you enjoy it? Um, great. If so, if not, please share the feedback with me. Like all feedback is great. Want to be able to improve. Oh gosh. Um, yeah. It's all about the audience, isn't it, Brian? It's all about, yeah. the same in sales. It's all about the customer. That's what I believe. So. It is. It is. Um, so tell me, tell me a bit more about Voice Your Vibe. I, I want to. I want to know what is this? What does it do? How can I get involved with it? What What are you going to tell me? Yeah. So look, I, I think the most important part is, and it, and I keep talking about LinkedIn because it really all ties together, and it's where all these things spawn from, um, for me, and and how they they grew. Uh, I <laughs> I didn't think I had a voice or a story that matters. Oh. I didn't think sharing my story was important. Mm. I didn't think I had a story worth sharing. And, you know, it's interesting. I, I actually shared this. Um, there's a, a conference called VidCon. It's the largest global video conference in the world. And I had never heard about it until I started making videos. Uh, and I had walked out of 
um, the very first ever LinkedIn Video Creator Summit, which Goldie Chan had put on at this conference. And as I did, uh, I walked out with some of my fellow creators and uh, one had walked up to us um, and she said, you know, you've got to go next door and tell your story. Said, what, what's going on? Well, apparently Viacom had a pop-up they were doing called Generation Change. And it was all about sharing your story and what you stand for. Yeah. So we walk into this dark room and we had to sign a waiver and there was two components to this. One holding up a poster, a big white poster that says hashtag generation change. And in very few words, what do you stand for? And then if you want to get interviewed, you can go into this other room. So I get this poster and on it I write voiceless and differently abled because I was voiceless and I am differently abled. And so they take your picture. And then you go next door and it's all set up a big boom and camera and lights. And it was a little unnerving. Um, and so I walk in with Quentin Allums who calls me his LinkedIn dad and he's just an amazing human being. If you look him up on LinkedIn, I think incredible. I'm connected with him actually. I think I am. Yeah. He's does he amazing. wear a hat just, all the time? So he the does wear a hat. Yeah. Yes. Part of his, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, incredible human being. Like I love him so dearly. He's just a very dear friend and he's just so inspirational. And so he goes and, and, uh, he, he gets in front of the camera and he, he shares his story and answers the questions and he comes back and I said, okay, look, I'm a little terrified right now, but I feel like I need to do this. Can you hang out with me? He's like, absolutely. So I get in front of the camera and I was trying to get an idea of what questions they were asking, if there was any consistency, so at least I'd be able to prepare myself, right? Yeah. Uh, no consistency, <laughs> so I was just have to, to roll with it. And he started start to ask some questions. They got to this question, they said, what do you want the next generation to hear? What do you want them to know? And I felt like I was 12 years old again, in my height of my Tourette's, and I was having a hard time, I was getting a little bit emotional. And I said, in my head, I said, what would I wanted to have here? Yeah. And so I said that you have a voice. Oh, I love it. That, that, that you have a story, yeah. that you matter, that, that you can do anything that you want. Yeah. Um, and I shared some of my story, of course, right? Um, and the reason I'm sharing this with you is because, you know, when you ask me about Voice Your Vibe and I tell you it's my life story and, and this was birthed from LinkedIn and my experience in getting on video and not thinking I had a voice, not thinking I had a story. I found a voice I never knew I had when I got on LinkedIn video. Yeah. I found a voice that could inspire people by just sharing my story. I was on 15 to 20 podcasts last year that all happened just from showing up. And I, every time I'd always say the same thing. Like I, I feel like I'm a broken record. I just keep sharing the same stories and, and some people were like, well, look, this looks like any great movie premiere. When people from the movies go on all these radio, you know, talk shows, radio shows, whatever, they're all saying the same thing, yeah. but it's not always the same audience that's watching or listening. I said, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, the root of Voice Your Vibe is inspiring people to know that they have a voice and a story that matters, inspiring brands to know that it's not about talking about the technology that you have, the product that you're selling, the service that you've got, and hey, you've got to use this. That's not how you inspire people to want to be 
a part of your brand. Mm. It's it comes from the heart. It all comes from the heart. You know, every company was started because that founder was inspired by something and it came from their heart. And there's a story behind that, yeah. right? Every creator that has gotten on any platform to create content in every any form or fashion, be it video or others, they were inspired by something, by someone. And when you come from your heart and you share your stories from your heart and your voice, which is your heart, you're always going to be coming from a good place. And you always have the ability to touch other people's hearts by sharing those stories. Yeah, it's so, so true. Storytelling is huge, isn't it? Absolutely huge. And you know, it's interesting what you say about you didn't think you had a voice, you didn't think you had a story. I mean, you absolutely have a story quite clearly just from our chat so far. But I meet so many people, Brian, who say to me, you know, I talk about storytelling in my sales methodology. Obviously, you'll know that. And they say to me, I don't have a story. I haven't really done anything interesting. I've got nothing to say. And yet when you start peeling that back, everyone's got a story, haven't they? They do. They do. And, and you know, part of, part of my business is uh, a coaching arm that I launched last year. And it was specifically because I had, I've helped many fortune executives on LinkedIn find their voice, um, share their story, uh, and, and learn how to be them. It's still just about being genuine and authentic and vulnerable and, and, and sharing you, you know, um, and, and you're right. It's all about stories, you know, for anyone that's listening, that's in sales, share stories. Everybody, nobody wants to be pitched. No. Everyone loves a good story. <laughs> yeah. You know, so share stories, have conversations. Mm. Um, but but I started working with more and more people, and the reason why I did the coaching was because I I loved the fact that I would get in on conversations with people on video chats like we're doing, and we'd just have conversations and we'd talk about video, and I would find people uh, or get tagged in the threads on LinkedIn. And it was, you know, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm terrified about video or I'm thinking about it, but I'm not sure. And I would immediately go, let's get on a call. Yeah. I, I, let's just talk it out. And every time that I've gotten on a phone call or on a video chat with someone, they've been inspired to take the leap and get in front of the video camera and make a video. And there may be people that are listening. And this has happened many times where you go, what's the big deal? It's just video. Mm. It's not. It's like any first that you ever go through in life and business. You, you want to ask someone out on a date. You don't think they'll give you the time of day. You, you want to start a company. You don't think you've got the, the gumshoe to do it or the know-how. You, you want to go for a job. You don't think you're good enough. You think there's somebody better that'll get it. I mean, it's any first, right? And when we take that leap and we take that step and we do it, and after we take that step, forget whether you accomplish whatever it is. Like you've taken the step. More times than not, you're going to look back and go, wow, that really wasn't as hard as I thought it was. What was going on in my head, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and that was the same thing for me. When I got on video, it wasn't about anyone else. It was not about I, – I made 240 videos on LinkedIn, not one of them – in the first 12 months, not one of them had to do with business. Because it wasn't about that for me. 
I, I did speaking, I did the boards, all that stuff, the mentoring, the, the advising startups and founders, that's where that lived for me. Yeah. And so it wasn't about that. It was about me getting comfortable being uncomfortable and doing something I didn't know how to do technologically in, any, in every shape or form. Um, and, and so I never made a video unless I was inspired by something or someone. Otherwise, it wasn't genuine, authentic in me. And it goes to show you how much inspiration there is in the world, how much inspiration there is on LinkedIn, how much positivity there is. And I wholeheartedly believe there is so much more good, so much more light, so much more positivity than there is negativity and darkness in this world. We just don't see enough of it. Mm. So what an incredible opportunity for folks to be able to use their voice for the good, to bring people together, to inspire others. And so again, I just, I, I want people to know that, that they have a voice and that they, as to your point, that they do have stories that matter. I mean, I, every day I'm talking with people when I coach them and I, the very first conversation we have is I say, tell me your life story from the yeah. beginning to now. Yeah. Because, because, Every single person says the same. No, I, I don't have any stories. My life isn't really, you know, it's not like I've almost died or I'm not like you, Brian, who had to go through all this stuff. And I'm like, just tell me your story. Yeah. And I will help you understand the incredible person you are and the stories that you do have to share that can impact others. And mm -hmm. every single one of them does. Yeah. So just know that you all, have a voice you all have a story and that story has the ability to inspire other people and and honestly that is the most incredible gift that again we as human beings are given to be able to inspire someone yeah i i couldn't agree more it's been amazing listen to you it's very positive and it's great energy and it's everything i believe brian to be honest which is why i wanted this conversation because i knew that we would connect on this level i really did <laughs> what do you want to say to the audience what's the last thing that you know if you left them with something what would it really be yeah you know look i, I there is nothing that we as human beings can't accomplish whether it's been done yet or not if you have a dream if you have a goal if you have aspirations take the leap you know we only live once mm -hmm. i i took the leap because this was something that i have such a love for linkedin and it's because of the people every platform from a digital perspective or not is all about the people Communities are about people. Cultures and companies are about people. Everything is brought together because of people. Mm -hmm. And so I would, I, would, I would actually say if there's anyone on, that is listening in this audience that is not on LinkedIn, get on this platform. Yeah. Because yeah. you have the ability. There are 595 million business professionals on this platform. About 250 million of them that are quote-unquote active. Uh, and there are less than 1% of folks that are actually creating on this platform in any form of content, be it video or others. Yeah. That's an incredible opportunity to show up. Everyone Jeez. from the founder to the funder to the chairman and everyone in between is on this platform. You are one click away from having a conversation. That's how we met. Yeah, right? exactly. So, you, so show up meet people, engage, have conversations. I will say, and this is just you know, a little bit of a plug, yes, 
voice your vibe and I'm happy to help and coach uh, anyone that is interested in trying to figure out how to find their voice and show up and, uh, and all of that great stuff. Um, I've just launched a collaboration with, uh, with a dear friend of mine from the platform, uh, a fellow creator called Link and Launch. It is a 10 week course. It is made for all the different types of people that are on the platform from speakers to uh, sales folks to authors to entrepreneurs. We have 12 different verticals um, that we've created courses for. Again, they are 10 weeks and we take you from end to end, how to, the whys. We've got incredible guest speakers that are sharing their stories and their journey of LinkedIn and how it's inspired them, um, which has inspired all of us to do the mm. things that we're doing. Mm. Um, so if it's something that you're interested in, if you're trying to figure out how to do this LinkedIn thing, again, you want to find your voice. Um, I will tell you again, I've been in sales for over 20 years. I have succeeded in my sales career because of a platform specifically like LinkedIn. And, and we are able to help teach you how to generate more leads, how to get more customers, how to build partnerships um, because of this platform. All those things that I mentioned that I've been a part of, the boards, the speaking engagements, um, the co-founding of companies, and everything else in between has all come from me showing up on this platform. Yeah. And, yeah. and most organically. So yeah. you've got an amazing opportunity. It's amazing huge. opportunity to show up. It's huge. Yeah. And, I, and I, I say the same about LinkedIn. I've met the most amazing people in the last 12 months that I would never have met if it hadn't been for LinkedIn. Uh, and they're global. And that's the other thing, Brian, isn't it? Yes. These people are global. We wouldn't be able to talk. You know, when I first started in sales, Brian, because I'm a lot older than you, um, you know, we couldn't do this stuff. I wouldn't have been able to know people this far away from me. This is just wonderful, isn't it? All this connection. So. No, it is. It is. You're 100% right. And you're probably not that much older than me. I just happen <laughs> to look young. I have, I have an 18, 18 and a 16-year-old. Uh, and, and I'll tell you, yes, digitally, a lot of these technologies didn't exist when I first got into what I was doing as well. Mm. Um, so it is absolutely amazing that we're able to do what we're doing right now from different sides of the world. Yeah. And then to be able to communicate and meet people, technology is a phenomenal thing. Um, and it's an amazing asset to be able to take advantage of. And it only helps you grow and learn and meet amazing people. Like you said, that honestly, like I have family, I never knew that I would, I would have in my life because of this platform. Yeah. Um, That's lovely. So it's it, a lovely way to put it as well. Cause I feel like that too, really, in all honesty, it's great, isn't it? It's really, it really great. is. Yeah. It really so, is. Um, so obviously, um, best way for us to connect with you, I'm guessing you're going to tell me LinkedIn, aren't you, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I am. Absolutely. Look, if you're listening and you want to connect, please send me a personalized invite. Yeah. Uh, just letting me know that, that you know, you, you heard me on the show uh, and I would love to connect with you. Um, that is the best way to find me because that is my home. Yeah. Uh, so definitely feel free to reach out to me, uh, reach out to me there. It'd be great to chat with any of you. Yeah, it will. And I make sure all of your links that you've sent me are in the description. We obviously go out on SoundCloud, iTunes and Spotify. Um, I know there's other platforms I can use and I'm looking into that now because I'm just like a, 
I'm an early adopting podcaster, really. You know, I, I just enjoy it, in all honesty, Brian. So I'm building my audience, which is really fun. So I'm, I'm really glad you joined me. I really am. No, I'm so, so honored. Um, and I'm humbled that you reached out. And thank you so much. It was wonderful chatting with you. And uh, I'm excited for you and your journey. Um, and and absolutely here to to support. So again, yeah, thank, thank you so you. much for having me. Yeah, I think you and I'll probably chat again, maybe offline. We'll have a virtual cuppa, as I call it. <laughs> I love it. That sounds great. Well, thank you for listening, everybody who has listened to this amazing conversation with Brian. If you haven't left this conversation inspired, then I would be amazed, actually. So thank you, Brian, for inspiring us all. Your story is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Lots of love and thanks for joining us. Ta-da for now. You've just been listening to the Human Conversation podcast with Jules White. To find out more about the other work that Jules does, please visit her website, www.liveitloveitsellit.co.uk. And if you enjoyed the podcast, then please do leave a rating and review on the platform you use to enjoy her show. Thanks for listening and see you next time.